Welcome to the Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to talk about today. So, hire yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, it is the beginning of Season 11, but because it is the Gold Hoarder episode, I invited all of the Gold Hoarders to come on and uh, see if we can have some folks talk about their experience, their first week going into Sea of Thieves, what they thought, some of the feelings that they had about it, and just kind of talk in general about the season. So we had a really good discussion. I'm really excited for you to hear about this because we're going to be talking about PvP, we're going to be talking about uh, Hunter's Call possibilities, uh, the Gold Hoarder reps, the Order of Souls, Merchant Alliance. We're going to be talking about all of that and more on this week's episode of Keel Hall Podcast. But before I get into any of that, I want to thank the patrons who didn't make it. A lot of them did, but I do want to thank everyone who does uh, support this content and more. So thank you to People's Republic, L Cute, Balls, Blue Turtle V1, Captain Chonky, Captain Hatchet, Captain Hayes, Captain Longsharts, Cat Chateau Neuf, sorry Chateau, uh, Super Pack, Zombie Killer, Cloud, Cosmic Johnson, Static Mirror, Iron John, Davram TV, El Jefe Esteban, Fergatron, Godhammer 6, I'm Dependa Now, Jorby Jorbs, Jay Hood, Carl Embo, Kazia the Aficionado, Cryptic Slayer, Lumpy SRQ, Evil Morpheus, Space Admiral Ors, Xbox Mike 29, Murphy Lives, Mutinous Max, Nipperkim, Norwegian, Raja the Brave, Regis Stella the Brony Pirate, Replicated Flame, Rustbell Kid, Skamelt 666, Captain Dasm, Tommy D, TN Professor, Real Big Tuna, Big Bad Pad, Adorable, Mina Fairy, Anthony NJ, or I'm sorry, Junior. I don't know what I was thinking just then. Uh, Captain J Rat. Oh, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking Captain J Rat of the Flaming Cold Sword. Uh, not Junior, but uh, Anthony is the Junior. So next up, Lore Chronologist Dead Eye Dre, Heger Owl, Jeff H, Evil Martha, Peter Miller, Ruski Doo, Thor Von Blitz. Luke Lore, the Insipid Ghost, and Zam Wow. Thank you all so much for your love, for your support, and the conversations that you bring to the Discord. It is really fantastic to have such an awesome group of people. And welcome to all of our new patrons. I don't know, uh, or not our, our new patrons, but also our new members of the Discord, too. We had some new folks drop in. I don't know if they'll be listening to the newer episodes or the older episodes, but if you're hearing this, just know that uh, with Season 11, I've had some folks drop in. And hopefully we'll get you good information and some good support as you begin your pirate journey. Welcome everyone to the January Gold Hoarder episode of the new year. It is 2024, the first Gold Hoarder episode of the year. I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to hearing everyone's feelings uh, on season 11. If you don't know, season 11 is now live. We have a ton of stuff to go over in the coming episode as far as patch notes. I don't know how much I really want to dive into that because right now it feels like everyone is kind of on the seas sailing and I kind of want to hear everyone's thoughts and feelings about that. But before we get into what everyone's thinking, let's talk about who is actually here this week. So 
as always, going down the list of who's showing up in Discord, we have Godhammer6. Godhammer, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I need the audience to know that uh, Logan robbed you all of adorable cat noises. They, no, the, those were not going to, she always sounds like she's dying. I had to put Fern outside the room so I could record because she was going to be very demanding of attention and that would be rude to you guys. Next up, we've got Norwegian. Norwegian, how you doing? Norwegian. <laughs> All right, we'll give Norwegian, they had some mic problems going on before we started, so we'll give them a chance to jump in afterwards. Regis, Stella. Regis, how you doing? Uh, doing good today, but not doing good yesterday. I can understand that. I know we talked a little bit about that on uh, on the Discord and stuff. Glad you're here, though. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. Norwegian, are you here? You're back! I should oh, be here. Did I catch there you when, <laughs> when you went AFK secretly? My laptop decided to uninstall my headset, so it was wonderful. Wow. PCs, man. Can't trust them. Nope. Next up, we have Static Mirror. Static, good to see you. Welcome. Good to be here. Uh, pretty good day so far, and it's only going to get better with uh, the Royal Rumble later on tonight. Nice, nice. There's been uh, There's been so much news around the Royal Rumble going on. Uh, we probably won't get into it here, though. And <clears throat> last but not least, Zombie Killer. Zombie, how you doing? Doing good. Just hopefully the mic quality is going to be good for this season. Definitely. If not, it's okay. We're here to talk about games. We're not necessarily here to be podcasters. Well, we're kind of here to be podcast. I'm here to be podcasters. You all can be whatever you want as long as you come in to uh, hang out with me for a bit. Um, season 11. Holy cow, folks. Uh, if, if you don't know, you haven't been listening. There's been a lot of stuff going on with season 11. We now have uh, distinctions. For reputations, which are effectively a prestige system. I'm not sure why prestige was a word they didn't want to go with. But that's that's neither here nor there. And everyone, it feels like everyone, aside from server issues, everyone has been enjoying the season. There's been a, a bit of a revitalization, kind of going back to the basics uh, with leveling. And it feels like this is this is kind of something that we should have maybe had from the get-go i don't know if that would have like fixed anything but it definitely feels like everyone's really enjoying the new voyage types the the quest table and stuff but that's just my assumption i want to get into this and i want to give uh folks a chance to kind of jump in let's have a conversation about this um have you guys been playing? If you have, like, how has it been? What do you think? Uh, let's start off with kind of like the quest table in general. Having voyages kind of set up from the quest table. Now there's a, a lot of little tricks that I've seen some people messed around with. And, and I'm curious, have any of you found like a, a, a go-to voyage that you've liked? Have you been utilizing the liked voyages at all? Has anyone been jumping into uh to, to like specific ones yeah i was um messing around because i needed to do merchants uh ledgers for this month um i didn't get my compass last time mm -hmm. um i i decided to try and do my go-to with the diving which is the um uh cargo runs in the roar me too um, and with this one um i tried the ash and executive cargo run yeah um and I wanted to see just like how fast that would get me through. So the other night I I jumped on solo and just like pounded through them as, as fast as I could go. And I got like six done in an hour, um, nice. which I think is probably the fastest way to like do your. Well, maybe I don't know. I haven't I haven't messed with the raid voyages for merchants, but because mm -hmm. um, all you need to do is uh, 
voyage, dive, uh, pick up, sail, deliver, dive again. And that finishes a voyage. And you get around uh, eight, nine, ten thousand gold for doing that, which isn't bad. I'm going about that a little bit different. Is anyone else doing cargo runs out in the roar? Is this just a me and Godhammer thing? I think it's just a you and Godhammer thing, but <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, that's fair. I'm a weird. Well, I- so that's the crazy thing, right? Like, because uh, I don't know if you guys have, have jumped into this or not, but um, the way I've been doing it, and, and Godhammer, I want you to try this uh, since you've been working on this. Um, I'll do wherever I spawn, I'll dive to a cargo run out in the roar, and I'll go pick up the treasure. And the weird thing is, is like the voyage doesn't disappear until you actually turn in the treasure. But if you go to the map quest table, you can do another one once you've picked up the cargo so like i'll pick up the cargo and then i'll go to the quest table and then i'll i'll drop another the same voyage without diving and just do the sail to version and 90 percent of the time if i'm like up at brian's bazaar i'll get four crates to deliver to morrow's peak right i'll drop the voyage while i'm still there and it will be another round of four cargoes for Morrow's Peak. And I've done that to where I've I've been able to get 12 pieces of cargo all to the same person, all to the same uh, island, and just sail, do one trip down and turn in 12 pieces of loot in one go. And I don't, I don't know if that's a bug, but dude, it makes it fast. Interesting. That's handy. I'll have to try that. Uh, that's how always the cargo runs have been. It's as soon as you pick it up, it completes the voyage. That's how it's always been. It's yeah. never handing it in, which was always weird to me. Yeah, but it, but it, it, it's weird now with the quest table because I was expecting the quest to disappear once I had already pulled the cargo and then gone to like drop another one. But now that I don't have to buy the cargo missions, man, it is it is so much nicer to just be able to like drop a cargo quest at one spot, especially up in the in the roar where the, that Brian's Bazaar is kind of like the go to. It's the topmost and then everything else is just going to be south. But to get as many as you can before that that uh, volcano goes off and then just you just do one trip. It's like a postman, man. You're just taking one trip down through the devil's roar, dropping off where you got to and then just kind of going on your merry way. But I don't know. Is anyone else been back on Merchant Alliance in general or is, or is everyone kind of jumping into other trade companies? What is the one that everyone's kind of working towards? Norwegian, I saw you on, on mute. Regis, let me get you afterwards if that's cool. Yeah, it's right. also some tech problems, but I think I got it resolved finally. Um, I've been focusing on a combination of fishing and then gold hoarder with this. Fishing? But it's definitely okay. faster. I've, I've, I've neglected fishing it for a long time, and it's <laughs> killing me now. So finally getting around to it. But yeah, it's definitely faster. Uh, just overall that's it's much better with the mission quest per, to be able to just select a voyage and go to it not a fan of the diving part of it but i do like that you don't have to purchase it anymore and i was one of the unfortunate souls that purchased all of the quests to complete the achievements right before the update so oh yeah it's done but yes i do uh, like the new system yeah that was a bummer to find out that they were just going to change the commendation Regis, I saw you on mute, man. I'm, I'm curious, uh, what have you been working towards and, and uh, have you been messing with Merchant at all? Uh, I've been messing with Gold Hoarders via Seaforts. And oh. I did see a tweet about, you know, Ash, do the Ashen Lord instead of Seaforts and Skellyforts. Yeah. I tried doing an Ashen Lord knowing full well there's probably going to be a, an, a salty pirate out in the waves coming towards me. But 
and I did that with, and I did the voyage of with Athena's fortune. I just the loot wasn't worth it to be honest, so I decided to go back to Sea Forts because at least you know the chests and gold and you know those those cradles of virtue, whatever the hell they named with that thing for. Mm-hmm. Well, at least worthwhile instead of just you know just two crates of crates of legendary voyages which is like 500 a piece yeah so yeah i'm, I'm sticking to me sea forts okay i don't blame you I, I heard that there's a fix coming in by via andy on twitter that says that that um pop storeroom should be should be fixed soon they're they're working on trying to get that populated with loot because that that's an unintended bug um but yeah, I, was, uh, I was gonna say because the top room is empty and so are the cupboards apart from pieces yeah. of bags of gold cheated that's what's going on we're being cheated out of this yeah um, um yeah. what is everyone else kind of working on what's your like go-to right now as far as like first first uh, uh reputation to work on i'm working on uh order of souls right now i just saw the ring on insiders and i thought that'll look good on my pirate so i'm <laughs> trying to work on the actual like ring glove nice that looks really cool but right now I'm level 80 and I just got the banner. So, and plus the banner actually looks pretty cool as is. Is anyone else getting the banner? Dude, I like the banners. I'm not going to lie. It makes me feel like Hogwarts legacy up in my, in my uh, sloop right now. I like, <laughs> I like those, those banners. I'm, I'm tempted to re re outfit like one of my sloops to go like full, full merchant or full gold hoarder at this point And just, uh, go like all in on the banner and, and, uh, decorations, um, static. I haven't heard from you. What are you working on right now? Uh, my crew and I have been kind of working on everything equally. We've just been testing each voyage, each raid yeah. with all the factions just to see which one is more beneficial. Mm. And right now it's like Order of Souls because on a lot of these Order of Souls stuff, if you kill the stronghold captain and the other captains, you get skulls on top of whatever is you know in the vault when you get done with it. So it just seems to be slightly more beneficial to do Order of Souls with raids and stuff. But other than that, um, been kind of working on everything. I think I'm level 90 in all three factions right now. Man, every it feels like everyone is so much further ahead. And I've been playing a lot this week. And I was really surprised at just like the number of people who already have at least one reputation distinction. And I'm kind of, I'm, I'm like, man, are who are you guys sleeping you taking care of yourselves? What's going on? Why why is everyone getting these like am I just am I running solo? Is that what's going on? I've been really enjoying it. I've been kind of working towards merchant right now because uh I've been very curious. I don't know if you guys have tried the new merchant animal quests, but man, those are those are so much nicer. And the gold vaults. Has anyone done a gold vault solo recently? Yes, we did a gold vault man how was the time okay what crew size did you run with and how was the time for that uh the crew size was two um the time for it i guess it depends on whether or not you can get that x mark right away to find the vault and whether or not you know the sea of thieves good enough to be like oh we got the x on the first piece of map i think i know that island but uh they did increase the time rate for how long that vault is open yeah and that was pretty nice because when we were running stuff out like we got 
everything taken out of it to the point to where the door was only halfway down and i was like i guess i'm just gonna collect gold yeah because usually at this point in time we're racing against time everybody else starts running stuff out to the ship while one person just stays and drowns and collects as much gold as possible before that happens oh see there's but, there's the problem right there is you got to have everyone drown together just everyone collecting gold the loot that spawns in the vault though is very lackluster interesting that okay. was the loot was actually better on the islands that we were trying to get the map pieces from mm. because the gold skeletons that pop up when you dig up the map pieces have a possibility of dropping some of this new loot. Yeah, yeah. But then when you get in the vault, it's still all like Seafarer's chest and Marauder's chest and stuff that's only worth like 200 gold. And it just, I was pretty let down by the actual items in the vault versus everything else outside of it. Yeah, I was, I was really kind of disappointed. Obviously, I still need like, I, I still need a couple more of those, um, chest attributes but i i noticed the same thing like the chests that i was grabbing in there weren't weren't like captain's chests and stuff i was kind of bummed out by that but the the amount of time it feels like and i and i know it used to be like two minutes per for a vault door now it feels like it's up to five minutes which is insane like there was a legit point where i was like i guess i'm gonna start working on gold piles because the door's not even at the warning point and i'm kind of surprised by that but i was really happy i was i was like that feels more like it's it's tuned towards solo players which is is probably like 80 percent of the time that i'm actually sailing so i was really grateful for that um i can't remember what the other thing was i was just talking oh the animal crates has anyone done any animal stuff or you just you got something you want to chime in about what's up uh, i was just gonna say like you know unless the animals themselves are more like you know mythical looking that i'm not gonna do them no. <laughs> kind of getting sick no. of going with the tall chickens and what? pigs and whatnot what give is? us bulls and cockatrices and maybe even some uh i don't know like snake men <laughs> Yeah, why not some kingly pigs? Give me some crystal pigs to chase down. Crystal pigs. <laughs> yeah, we had a dis- we had a discussion earlier, like saying like the rare's gonna up the hourglass thing to two thousand, and the golden skeleton curse is gonna replace with crystal curses. That wouldn't surprise me. That's a really good idea, though. Actually, I I, I could see they have doing the that. texture for it now. They have the texture for it. I think that'd be kind of cool. I wouldn't mind seeing like gold and uh, what is the um, crystal skeleton for like a 2000? Godhammer, you're huge into hourglass. What would you do with that? With which? Uh, like a like if you if they were to up the the curse and give like um give like a crystal skeleton at like two thousand do you think that would be fair? Ooh, oh, 2000. Uh, two thousand's a lot, but uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I've seen people who are near that. Um, Chris, well, uh, like it's a lot even for me, but, uh, crystal skeletons are really cool though. That's a, actually a really cool idea. That is a really cool idea. It might be. Yeah. I, uh, I hesitate. Uh, as long as they add in more rewards on the way, mm-hmm. I could be okay with that sort of thing. What if they did like, um, would they, I, and, and honestly, I don't know why they don't do this. I feel like they should have gone and done like, say they do a crystal skeleton, right? And the, yep. the last bit is like a, a crystal skeleton that has like a melted crown on the on the head. But for every hundred levels, you get one part of that crystal skeleton for your body so uh-huh. that you can you can slowly start to see kind of like how we did the progression for the the Athena costume or not the Athena costume, but like the original Athena outfit, the the, the one that the ghost 
costume. Like we unlocked that with levels, you know, yeah. from, from God, what, what was it? 10 to 20? It was so long. No, it was zero to 10, I think, back in the day. Yeah. It's been that long. Oh, don't threaten me with a good time here. <laughs> Regis and... Um, What's that, zombie? About the only thing I would say to, like, actually entice people to get, like, up to via Crystal Curse for the skeleton, why not give us, like, Flame Mark's outfit for the skelly curse? Ooh. That'd be pretty cool. I think that's oh, going to yeah, be coming be as a... Honestly, I'm not going to lie. We're going to be getting Flameheart for season 12. I think they're going to, I think they have plans to add Flameheart stuff in other ways that are going to be like rewards for engaging in the story stuff. I also wanted to say yes. crystal and marble pets in the Emporium, please. In the Emporium? Really? Mm, I second that. I, I would buy one. Well, all, yeah. all, the, all the pet stuff is Yeah, in I there, agree. So. Why can't so. we, why can't we just get pets normally? I just... Why isn't there an adoption center outside of the Emporium that I can just what go to? What about the Athena pets? That's starting to get a little too close to Pal World then. <laughs> Give me some ghostly pets. Of course you bring it in. Ghostly pets would be freaking awesome. I mean, very yeah, skeleton skeleton pets. pets. I know, yeah. but that's yeah, like exactly. a seasonal thing. Yeah, true. Right, for Halloween, they could do it for ghost pets. Oh, that'd be cool. I mean, they already got the outfits. Why not, man? I really, I still want them to continue messing around. I love that I that's such a good idea. Crystal skeleton. Um, where, 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 we got that on that tangent somehow. I don't even know where we got that tangent from. It's, well, uh, we were talking about crystal Sorry. stuff. And then uh, I believe we were talking about like crystal animals. We were, we were on that. Yes. Yes. Good on you, man. Remembering that. Yeah. So animal quests. Um, I don't, I don't disagree that different types of animals would be kind of cool. But I I went around and played with the uh, <laughs> you don't have to apologize, dude. That was a good idea. Um, yeah, I know, but no one rare. They're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> they'll probably, hopefully, they'll do it if they're listening. Uh, I yeah, they always listen. I I did some animal voyages to test them out because I wanted to kind of see like what is the low end, what is the high end, what is it like. Um, the low end two animals. Uh, the crates spawn on the island, and the, the quest actually tells you where on the island it spawns. So you just sail to that part of the island, and the crates are sitting in the sand on the beach. You grab them. The animal variety is guaranteed. It also tells you where to go to get the animals, and you are are it's, it's a lot easier to kind of keep the animals alive now. So the high end is four animals and it feels like that's kind of the norm like every voyage is either two pieces of loot or four pieces of loot uh that you can dive or sail to and honestly like with the animals uh having two to be able to like go to an island grab them drop them off go do another two dive to that one it's actually pretty quick and not that painful the only problem is is that the athena's fortune um commendation for animals requires you to turn in like 500 animals and when you're only doing like two to four at a time and you're not doing like a, a like a noah's ark kind of thing it's gonna take a while um so that is that was very much is it 600 in total no it's not god hammer don't lie to me 200 pigs 200 chickens 200 snakes for the for the athena's fortune one? Oh, oh, sorry no okay never mind <laughs> i'm like i stare at that stupid commendation all the time i know it's because i haven't hit my 250 yet so i'm still working towards my 250 um norwegian you said people are upset about that yeah it kind of surprised me but there's actually people 
upset that they're giving guidance on, oh, hey, you know, go to Crook's Hollow for a spotted rare flying pig. It's it's helpful, <laughs> you know, instead of just going, oh, well, let's try this island. Let's see what's here. Like, it's nice to have the guidance. They're trying to make the game more approachable, but people are saying that they're making the seas way too easy now. That's OK. So I want to call this out real quick and I'm going to shame a couple friends who I know will probably probably call me out on this on the podcast, but both Chenzo and Caleb, who are big parts of, of our community, um, neither of them know the map. And to me, as someone who's been playing since the beginning of the game, I still can't believe that I know OGs from back in the day who still have yet to memorize where all the islands are. And I, and I, I get it. Like some of those, I don't always remember where they are, but I at least know that they're in one of the different seas, but they do not know the map. And that surprises me. So when I see that, I'm like, man, if, if people are having trouble just remembering the map, I can't imagine like them trying to worry about like what islands have what animals. Cause I used to know this back in the day, back in the first year, I had memorized a lot of the big islands and what they had, but I don't expect that of other people. Well, considering Chenzo has crashed into probably 95% of the map, I'm surprised he doesn't know it. But right? Sorry, Chenzo. Love you. You had to do it. It's crazy. He, the number of times he's run into islands, I'm surprised he doesn't remember exactly where he hit each one each time. Godhammer, you say people's, people's are just upset in general. That's just the, the natural state of humans. No, people's, people's Republic. Oh, people's is upset about that. I didn't know I that. So. Ah. So this is, this is a, how do you all feel? I'm kind of curious. Is anyone in this boat? Do you feel like that knowledge should have been something that was earned over experience? Or is that something that you would prefer to have like just on the, on the paper, let me know where it is. So I don't have to sit there and think about it. I would have taken that, uh, assistance every single time in doing 600 mm. <laughs> every single time. Yeah. It would have been nice instead of having to Google where all the islands were and then spend all the time learning the ins and outs. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate the knowledge that I have now where I can go, oh, oh well, that's a cutlass K. But it would have been nice to have a little more guidance, which I think that's what they're doing now is making this approachable for new players, bring in that newer player base. And also, dare I say, uh, trim the fat of the uh, already bloated amount of content for the last six years. God, see if he's been out for six years. I feel freaking old now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 2026 this year. And you got people like me who are just like, uh, I could literally sail from Galleon's Great Canico without a map and not hit anything. And just like, oh, look, there goes Shipwreck Bay. Oh, look, there goes on K9. And just literally sail on the map. The only time I ever take the map you is to literally see if there's a Reaper. And that's about it. You do got to appreciate the guys that sail by Braille, though. <laughs> Static, you got some, some thoughts you want to jump in with? Yeah, um, I'm not really, like, upset, nor does it really phase me in any way. It is kind of nice. I will admit that. Mm -hmm. uh, I was look Because they do the same thing for the skeletons if you're going bounty hunting. Uh, I was reading, mm. reading like what island we had to go to, and it said that it can be found on the northeast part of the island, right next to the cove on the beach. And I was like, "Wow, that's oddly very specific." Uh, I was just waiting at the very bottom of the page for it to say what time they get done with work, so that way I can meet <laughs> up with them. I don't know. <laughs> Except for Jerry, who's working the late shift and will not be present for the kill. Gold the gold chicken is currently running all the way from the dock <laughs> all the way to the past the cannon. Have fun. I think that could be something that 
we see in the future um and 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 to kind of speak to the order of soul stuff like high value order of souls that are not like you know we're not talking like skeleton lord level or or even as high as like ashen winds but renowned skeleton captains you know maybe a higher ranking you know like a lieutenant or something in in uh, flameheart's army but instead of it being you know on certain island uh in certain area have it be something like patrolling between X and Z and you have to go to that island. And if it's one of the bigger islands, you have to try and find that that patrol path that they're on and try and ambush them. And if you don't ambush them, then they can have like a full fledged kind of arsenal that they can call in like skeletons. But if you do ambush them uh, or, or you get them with like a good snipe or something, you know, add a little more tactician uh, to or tactical like uh, engagement with some of these missions to make them a little different than just get uh get voyage go to x kill x uh pick up loot profit you know that's where they can bring in those crystal skeletons we can hunt down yeah i think it'd be really cool maybe a good opportunity play around with the uh the meadow a little bit so that way it's um you know it, it i had a discussion with uh andy on twitter i think it was yesterday um about why emissary quests are uh canceled if you drop down the flag for that emissary because usually we we used to you know we used to drop and raise the emissary flag and that was how we kind of ranked our way up through all the commendations uh but now if you if you drop your emissary flag that those emissary quests are gone and uh the idea was is that it was putting players more at risk for a higher opportunity for reapers to find high level flags. And I thought that that personally, that I wasn't exactly what I prefer out of it. I would prefer to have a way to quickly level up flags on a regular basis. So that way I get to five when I'm done, I get my quest, I lower and then I rank back up, but it was, um, it's a choice and I get why they did that choice. It was to benefit reapers. Reapers already have a massive benefit with this whole diving thing. All they have to do is activate a voyage, dive to a different server. If they don't see any flags that they want to go after, they just cancel and reactivate and dive to a different server. It actually speeds up the reaping process. Yeah, yeah, which I I, I know uh, 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 Blurbs had, had kind of put out a video that Regis just, just linked in chat, and I saw uh, Andy retweet and talk about yeah, the idea is you get to rank five in Reaper, you dive to a voyage, check the map. If there's, uh, you know, emissaries nearby, you can go after them. If not, you just cancel the voyage and then redive. It's very quick. Um, it's it's faster than portaling. It's faster than diving uh, on a, a PvP. And honestly, seeing emergent Reapers, you're going to have to be checking the map a lot more as a result of it. And that's great for Reapers. But that sucks for the other 80% of the community who, you know, would trust that a Reaper would rank up on a server the same natural way that uh, another crew would rank up their uh, their emissary. Like, why is it uh, why is it fair for Reapers to be at rank five and be able to hop that quickly between servers looking for prey instead of knowing that a Reaper can't see you until it hits rank five? At that point, just don't let, you know, why even bother letting reapers have that that period where they can't see emissaries at rank one through four why not just give them rank five and allow them to see everyone all the time if i may ruffle a few feathers here 
once a reaper is at level five, maybe they lose the ability to dive just to even the playing field. Ooh, that is like amazing, that. actually. That. <sighs> what about this? The reaper can dive, but when he dives, he loses all five levels. He has to start back at level one. Like the flag drops off, that'd be cool too. Mm. Yeah, but if you were gonna so. if you were gonna do that, you'd have to you'd have to do that for everyone. You, you'd have to if you were gonna dive and lose your emissary flag, then that should be that should be evenly uh, distributed amongst all the all of them instead of just one faction. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of for the fair play on this. I, I I would prefer if if you're able to dive and a Reaper Five is able to swap servers, that cooldown for canceling the voyage should be something that would deter people from wanting to do it and have it be at least at the same time frame as it would take for them to naturally portal. Do that, and I think that it evens out the the means of doing it. It's a lot more accessible to do than just to do a portal because you don't have to. You don't have to go to an actual archway. You can actually just dive wherever you're at, but at least keep it on the same cooldown. Having Reapers be able to dive so much quicker than uh, the portal system reduces the amount of response time that every other crew should have if the server or if the Reaper was just naturally leveling up on the server. I don't see a problem with making that even across the board for everybody. I mean, that would solve a lot of the chickens of the sea problems that we have already. And it would just keep it centralized on one server. Like, hey, that's great. You have a level five. You earned it on this server. You can change servers. That's fine. But you start fresh. I don't see a problem with that. I mean, it's kind of already the case if you want to switch servers, if you don't like what it is and you scuttle. But yeah. Yeah. Make it even across the board. I'm I'm fine with it. I'm I'm honestly I'm good with the proposition that if I jump a server, um, I lose ranks. It it would push me to stay on a server longer. Uh, but I could see that going over very poorly with the eighty, you know, the seventy or eighty percent of the community that is running all the other emissaries. The idea of the the idea of the dive is is intended to push you to get stuff done faster. And if you lose your rank on there, there's no reason to dive. That seventy or eighty percent also runs and hides and tries to save their flag anyway. <clears throat> Which is their prerogative. Yeah, kind of fair play, like but yes. Yeah. Or kind of like do it like this, where like you do have an hourglass, like you can vote to actually go hunt and actually say emissary flag and it's sort of like the whole hourglass battle that gives people time to say oh look there's this should we downvote or should we you know sell all that or sell our stuff and pretty much gives people saying oh hey look there's a reaper going after this there's a reaper going after that so what's like the risk versus reward sort of thing and plus are you saying good that are, are you saying that if i put an emissary flag up i'm doing the same thing as an hourglass where i'm saying if i get sunk during this emissary flag or raising it for the faction, I'm putting myself at risk where if I get sunk, I am kicked out of the server. Is that what you're saying? No, it's sort of like a vote, like like a void vote. Like you can still stick inside a server. It's more or less like saying, oh, you're being hunted. Sort of like, well, how, best way I could say it is like you stay in the server. However, you have a target on your back. Sort of like actual like Reapers, like how you can see them on the map and you know where they're at. Yeah, but they warn you every time you put up your emissary flag that your flag is worth gold and people would might come after you for it. What if uh what if they implemented something that is akin to the way fishing works where if you turn in fish at a hunter's call representative, you get more value out of it versus turning it into a sovereign who will still take it, but they they won't you won't get as much value. So the incentive here is in this scenario Reapers can earn 
more reputation and gold for um for crews for emissaries that they sink on the server that they hit level five at but if they dive any emissary on that server that you already were five will be worth less gold and less reputation than if you were just to stick on the server because i think i think the intention with this change was they want to have people sailing around with grade five more but there's no benefit to that for the player if there's a potential for a reaper to spawn on your server at any given time so slight issue mm -hmm. i'm going to tell you right now if you're a level five on a map and let's say like you just said you get more reputation for sinking ships on the map that you leveled on that's a problem especially like when we're coming in and starting a new game like mm -hmm. we always kind of look at the map see what's floating around see how many gold hoarders how many order of souls stuff like that uh we come into a game that has a level five reaper we'll usually leave that server right away because then that just tells us that we are a potential target the second we come onto that server even if it's a level one flag that you raise like that level five knows exactly who just came into that server yeah so a lot of times if we see a level five reaper on the map we'll just leave and just go to a different server and then go from there yeah but no i don't disagree uh god hammer what do you got but then you're ignoring a potentially juicy five level five reaper flag to turn in <laughs> meh you also got people who are uh, like server like uh, server alliances like if you see like oh five reapers oh they're all on the line well they're probably piggybacking off of each other to anyway to say oh we're just farming levels how would that work hmm. yeah that's a good I standpoint too because they could be sinking well they would have to level up a rank five if they wanted to go for each other's flags this is all starting to get like needlessly complicated imagine trying to explain this to somebody engaging with the system for the first time like <laughs> okay you can be level five but only on the server that you're in if you dive to another server then you've got to go all the way back up to get better at that sir yeah i i it's i think it's something that we need to spend a little bit more time with before it before we start changing this one, if it needs changing at all. Okay, well, let me let me get uh, kind of a, a down the list poll since we we have uh, an odd number of, of votes here. And I'll I'll abstain my vote for the sake of the uh, the argument here. Kind of going down the list. Um, Reapers being able to dive to new servers on such a frequent basis, uh, is that a a positive or a negative um, to the game, kind of just in, in general? And let me start with uh, Godhammer, since I know you do the most. Uh, it's, uh, maybe cool down could be a little longer, and that's about it. But I'd say it's, it's a positive because it keeps it fresh. Um, and I'm always looking at, it's always fun to take down a reaper coming at you. Okay. Norwegian, uh, net positive or net negative for you? For uh, can't there be a middle ground on this one? It's, I see the benefit of both, but I'm also all for nerfing the reapers a little bit. I think that their diving is, I think it, the system benefits reapers too much already as is. So I'm going to say bad. I wish they would make them have to have more risk mm, that's a good point uh regis net positive or net negative well considering um i'm just gonna say net negative okay yeah i'm not even gonna get my reasons you know just everyone else will have a good reason i'll just agree with those <laughs> fair enough um static net positive net negative uh, i'm gonna say net negative 
for now, but I do agree with Godhammer. I think there should be a longer cooldown implemented. Mm, mm. Okay. And then zombie, let me get your thoughts. Sure. Sort of middle ground. Like it's never a good thing nor a bad thing, but it's sort of like even. If you got, say, a reaper and you're going out for hunting, if you're an emissary, you're pretty much putting yourself on the map and you're choosing target too. If you're an emissary level five, a reaper can look at you and say, that person has loot. I'm going for that loot. Have fun and get good. Alrighty. Well, there it is. Uh, it sounds like the the majority say that it's it's somewhere in the middle, but that the the ease of being able to dive to um, different servers is a little too benefiting of Reapers, that there should be a little more balance there. I, I still think that it should be the same amount of time that it takes between portaling. If you could portal and Rare was fine with that, this being faster feels like a slight buff to reapers when they don't necessarily need it um they still have the benefit of seeing all the emissaries on the server and given that every single reputation with the exception of hunter's call was increased and for the emissaries to be able to have multiple levels and of distinction to be able to work towards i think that generally there are going to be more emissaries on a server and that will that will already benefit reapers who are out going for those flags going for that loot um okay so i know that this was a a topic i feel like we kind of got to get some good impressions on the the quest table i think everyone's in favor of it i think everyone's trying to work out like probably what the most efficient means is or or what the uh, the best the best loot for the risk is um, Godhammer wants to talk about, uh, fleets and the chest of fortune. So Godhammer, I'm going to pass off the, uh, the mic to you. What did you want to talk about with this? Okay. So the fleet of fortune or the fleef, as I'm calling it, love the fleef, um, it needs to be longer. It, it has to be longer because if we're looking at the events that the chest of fortune has been at previously, the fort of fortune, the fort of the damned so far. Um, those are all activities that are going to take around 15, 20 minutes, potentially longer, given, depending on the skill of the crew to eat, to finish and load up the loot and sail away from. Mm -hmm. Right now, the Fleef has got, uh, if you're a solo player doing the Fleef, it is, uh, two sloops and a galleon and it's done. And for me, that takes maybe 10 minutes to do all told and then i can just grab the chest of fortune and sail away that is not nearly enough time for somebody to come to see it's active and then come at you. it's it's like just enough time to maybe get there by the time that i am finishing the thing maybe um those activities should be a major um central draw for most players to come in and grab the chest of fort to try and wrest the chest of fortune away from whoever's doing it um and you know you're not gonna get nearly enough time to do that with if you're doing a duo or a solo sloop uh leaf it's it's not going to take nearly it's not going to take nearly enough time to garner the interest and pull in as many people as you can at all it the the fleef needs to at, at the very least for solo players double the amount of what they've got right now or um or no it just needs it needs it needs more skeleton bows to pop in because it is not it is not long enough to draw in 
uh, the amount of other player pirates to get that conflict that the event is supposed to engender. Mm-hmm. And that's my piece. That'd be something we haven't seen. We've seen a skeletal sloop, skeletal galleon. What about skeletal brig? To actually ramp up the uh, danger aspect of it. Um, easy solution to your fleef. Galleon. That when that fi- final galleon pops up, there is an ashen windlord just sitting in there chucking fireballs at you. I mean, you want difficulty? There you go. Just put an ashen lord on that boat and let him chuck fireballs at you. But only if he's only if he's the. Uh, here, here's the caveat to that. He has to be the actual figurehead. You know, the thing I want to say is the Ashen Wind just pops out of a freaking thing. Not even the ghost form, the skeletal version of it. That would be pretty cool to see. And I am bringing up, I'm bringing up solutions that will actually potentially happen. <laughs> no, no, I think it's easy to just, you just strap an Ashen Lord as the figurehead. He's a flamethrower that can ram you. He's, he can chuck rocks at you. That's they already it. ram you enough the way it is. Yeah. You put it's a like fl- their number one strategy. You put a flamethrower on the front of that baby. Oh boy. Got some toasty pirates. If they do that, they need to let us steer the thing too. So we can jump on board and commandeer that ship. I mean, that just needs to happen oh, in man. general. Oh man. It's the God's hammer's point. Yeah. It, it's a little fast. Um, as a solo player, I kind of appreciate it just because I'm trying to catch up, but I do agree it. Honestly, they could just use to add one more wave of ships, even if it's just an, an, another sloop or something, just add one more wave. And I think it would be balanced just fine. Um, but the spawn rate for it right now, it's actually pretty high. I'm seeing these things pop up quite a bit. So it's, it's a good thing. It's given everybody an opportunity to do it. And it's in a nice central location. So again, it's not that far as long as you're not in the roar. So to Godhammer's point, I don't disagree that it's uh, easy. Um, I don't know if the solution is that you make it longer. Um, I think that the frequency is definitely an issue here. Uh, I have seen fleefs pop up uh, a lot more frequently than the, um, the, the Fort of the Dams the FOSS did before, I think those need to be on a three hour timer, um, or at least a two hour timer. Uh, I know, uh, static, you talked about how, um, in the past you'd had trouble finding the, the, the Fort of Fortunes. Um, so I think that the timer thing is, is the, the importance of it really does impact how often people engage. Um, too many times if I dove to an, uh, server and the fleet is up and it's like that, that should not be the case if this chest is going to be as coveted as it should be for the the loot that that people are trying to go for it um right now it is just far too fast i'm in favor of uh, go ahead and static i think the reason now this is just a theory but i think the reason why we're seeing it pop up so much is honestly the diving if you can raid to a fortress uh what happens is if there's not an active you know skeleton fort on your server you just dive to a different server that has one so once you complete that raid, that world event is now done, which then enables the the fleet to pop up on that one right away as well. Mm-hmm. So when you got people that are just server hopping for these raids, it's just completing world events faster. So therefore the fleet just keeps rotating in more. And I think that's what we're seeing. I mean, again, that could be just, you know, it's just like my theory. I, I think there's some precedent to that. Uh, I think that if that's the case, we should probably see if Rare has the ability to dis connect the uh the fleef timer or the wherever the chest of fortune is that world event timer uh, from separate from the actual world events 
Honestly, I just think we need to figure out how to get multiple world events rolling at once on a server so you can have something like a fleet of fortune uh, be able to be present on a server at the same time as a different type of world event. Like we can already have multiple world events up if you look at the Fort of the Damned as a quote unquote activatable world event, which they do because that's where they put the chest last season. So if they just introduce that tech, I think that would give them the ability to single out one world event, put it on a timer. Whenever it finishes, a certain amount of time has to pass before it will spawn again and, you know, build a little artificial uh, scarcity for that item to make it a little more coveted. And honestly, for scoops, for sloops, if I had to take down one more sloop or two more sloops, I, I don't see that as being really tough. Um, I think I've had 50% of the chests I've turned in this season contested. Um, so I, I haven't seen, and people are going for it. So I haven't really seen trouble with that. I want to get some feedback though. So feel free to jump in where you feel like you want to uh, share some thoughts on that. I'm just curious what the actual number for the player base is that I've been turning in Chest of Fortune. Maybe it's very one-sided where it's only a, uh, let's just say one category of player that's really turning those in and it's not being div uh, diluted down to the normal players, the casual player. So they're trying to bump up the frequency, the ease of it, just to get more people engaged with that content. That, or they tried to really bank on everybody rushing to it, and with more ships, larger ships, there scale it because it scales up with the different ships. So maybe they were counting on that more. I definitely see that. Anybody else have any feelings on on the frequency of ships, uh, the frequency of the the world event? I think we can make it a little bit more difficult. I already put this in the Discord, but. What about having the skeleton ships fire everything at us? Like chain shots, firebombs, and blunder bombs, even. Like to ramp up the difficulty of it. Mm. I feel like that takes away some of the accessibility of that. Because uh, they already have an exorbitant amount of cursed cannonballs at their at their disposal. Static, what do you think? Uh, it just kind of made me cringe a little bit as soon as you said chain shot. Because that's not what I want to deal with as a galleon that will just nail every chain shot that he's slings at you anybody else have any thoughts on that or are we good on that one Alrighty. um and and to uh one of the questions that came up norwegian you, you mentioned that skelly snipers should be on skeleton ships they have snipers in the crow's nest they're the only place that sniper skeletons still exist but they only do 50 percent. i didn't health. even realize they were there to be honest yeah they're, they're the the they, toxic they, ones they're not hitting much <laughs> I, I would disagree man <laughs> the ones i've been sinking every time the ship is sinking there's always that one skelly sniper that's uh just real toxic and gets that last hit in um before they uh and weave more than that happened to me today yeah, yeah i got picked off by one this weekend i was i felt bad yeah they're toxic we're gonna ai <laughs> Um, outside of the fleefs, uh, we've talked about the, the, the forts I've personally had more luck. And this is kind of my suggestion to folks. If you're going to run an emissary, uh, definitely drop your emissary flag. And I would say go to, and I think, uh, Regis, you mentioned this earlier. Um, one of the tweets I put out was go to the voyage for diving to an ashen wind and then whoever you're with park on the park next to the island, drag the ashen wind or the ashen lord down to the beach and then just blast them with cannonballs. You can get you can get them down within five minutes typically um, if, if everyone's kind of on point. 
and they always drop one of those hero items that's worth like 10k and i i usually recommend that's to me the quickest way because you can immediately turn in and then dive to another one hopefully if you're if you're diving to an ash and wind there's a, a an outpost not too far um from where you're where you're turning in unless you're a reaper uh one thing that i have learned is if you're a reaper and you're not going after emissaries and you're just going after loot that you can throw up your reaper flag you can dive to a skeleton fort and then before you start the fort you cancel the voyage and that will turn the loot from whatever the emissary loot would have been to a standard mixed pool of loot that is worth more in value for reapers because you can turn everything into reapers. So bit of a, a heads up on that, but I, I do genuinely think that skeleton forts and, and sea forts will always take longer uh, if you're if you're trying to go for like maximum amount of output for the loot, just based on the loot pool that's offered and uh, the fact that those are wave based as opposed to an Ashen Winds, which just has the three phases. Has anyone tested anything that they thought was was pretty quick or, or anything that they, any little tips that you've picked up along the way? Um, I will say this though, like if you are going to do a raid on Skeleton it's kind of easy if you're soloing it. The only thing I would say though is the uh, other one, the hunt for a Skeleton Lord, you can pretty much tease it out with the cannons. Of course you'd be wasting cannons, but it's actually kind of cool to hear the dunk on the forehead when you actually kill an ash or a kill a skip, oh, kill a golden boy. Yeah, I love that sound. That's a great sound. Norwegian, did you have something? If you've got 15, 20 minutes and you just want to get a couple of levels of renown in uh, for the season, that one super easy way, turn in five fish, five to 10 fish. You will gain two levels that fast. That is pretty good. I did not know that. Um, one of the, I don't know about you all, but one of the things that I wanted to play around with this season, and it's kind of tough because I've been playing regular, but then I've also been playing kind of like focused mode. Um, I've been trying to work on the weekly trials, uh, which is kind of centered around emissaries this week and trying to see like of the trials that are in, that are available as far as like experience goes. Um, which ones are ones that are kind of easy to work on? I think right now the, the day, the weekly stuff is, or no, I think the weekly stuff is tied to message boards, which is tougher. But if you're trying to get your seasonal pass done and you're, you're wanting to do stuff alongside of working on just regular voyages and stuff, take a look at the trials. Um, see if, if some of those will coincide with stuff that you're you're planning on working on or maybe cater your stuff around doing those trials. I don't know where everyone's at with their seasonal renown, but it hasn't even been a week and I'm already up to, I think, level 50, which I'm sure you guys, someone's probably already got me beat on that one. I'm at 71. Yeah. I just passed first playthrough. I, oh, go ahead. No, uh, first playthrough I did, wasn't taking it seriously, spent half the time fishing and then just kind of mucking about, not playing seriously with any goals and hit 28. And that was maybe about an hour, two hours, about two hours about to play max. God hammer, I missed what you said. Oh, I'm just about, uh, I just passed 63. How's everyone else doing on yours? On the, uh, on the levels or... or on Renown. God, uh, go help. On Renown. I'm about 31. 31, okay. I'm about, I'm about um, 16, I think. I'm still, I'm still getting there. Again, doing sea forts. Okay, already. Was there anything that you guys wanted to uh, touch on um, for like the last topic, or or is everyone kind of good for as far as getting stuff off their chest? Uh, I, uh, go ahead. Uh, 
thank you for uh, thank you, Rare, for bringing distinctions uh, and giving me the ability to make number go up for quite some time. Thank you. I actually kind of like the idea of like rings. Like it actually gives our pirate like the like clothing option to say, "Hey, I've got the 500. This is how good I look." Sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Do you guys feel like the the rings are more of like a personal point of pride, or or does do you all think that that's something that you're going to be keeping an eye out for with other people? Well, it'll probably it'll probably be watching other people and seeing what they got on them fingies. It's going to be kind of hard to count the rings on their fingers when there's a blunderbust in your face or a sword in your stomach. <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at. I feel like the I feel like the emotes that came with them are great. I think that the rings are unique. Uh, I definitely don't know how they ever plan to go beyond that, though. But if they were to go anywhere, I would really hope that they'd go with earrings, maybe. Or necklaces. About yeah, like a pendant or oh. necklace would be kind of cool. You thinking like Mr. T, like we just start getting chains? Oh my god. Probably not like that, but still. What? That's uh, still wanting to freaking pirate Lord's necklace for a penis fortune. <laughs> but I do yeah, not that, want that's to see what comes up. Videos. Oh, what if we could put daggers in our back? No, that would be weird. All right, fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. consider we're not dead yet. What's wrong with the Ramsey curse? I think that'd be a good curse. Hey, all right. Um, well, I think that will cover it as far as uh, our discussion this week. Uh, I'm really grateful that everyone was able to, to come in to kind of chat about stuff. Um, I know that everyone has been running into the same issues that a lot of us have with uh, the server stability. They've been doing hot fixes. They're trying to address some of the lag that's come as a result of this patch. It doesn't feel like there's ever a point where Rare can ever just get a good solid win. Uh, it always feels like there's a weird caveat to everything that they do well. There's always some weird thing that crops up which is just kind of, it's par for the course. It's expected in my mind uh, at, at this point. So I, I usually just kind of roll with the punches. So I hope nobody's really run into anything too too terrible. I hope everyone's getting their reputation and their gold and their renown. I hope nobody's losing fights because of, of really bad lag or anything like that. But if it is, just take it with you know a grain of salt that that it's it's just part of the game it happens it's it's not just you it's other folks as well they have the same issue not everyone wins and that hopefully you guys are still having a good time at the end of the day i think that's hopefully the big takeaways is that you're enjoying the content and that if you don't that we're able to kind of use these episodes to kind of suss out some of the questionable stuff that hopefully if rare is listening they are able to kind of bring to the table for discussion and how to address it for the future. Anybody have any last parting comments, concerns, questions they want to jump into or toss in? Any thoughts before we head out? I will say this though: the uh, we haven't seen any funny glitches like the whole like uh, like the eye of rage or the spyglass glitch, which happened to think about two years ago, if I don't if I'm mistaken. Which was kind of hilarious. Uh, that was a while ago, man. That was back when they were still doing weekly videos, I think. Um, I think I think the worst thing that I've seen right now is the Meg chomping and sending boats flying. I think that's the only thing I've really seen that's been weird glitch. But I mean, a giant, a giant shark biting on a ship, if that doesn't send a sloop flying, I mean, what are we really doing here? All right, pirates. 
I'm going to go down the list. If you have anything you want to shout out, which I can already imagine some of you do, uh, definitely take the, the moment to do so. Otherwise, we will get out of here. So uh, starting off with Godhammer, thank you for joining. I appreciate your conversation as always. Anything you want to do, uh, say or, or shout out as we head out? Uh, pleasure as always, uh, Logan. Um, yeah. By the end of the weekend, the Grog should be distinction level three. So rock on. And uh, I just want to say thanks to my uh, constant sailing companions, Rainbow Sam and Wailing Witch. Uh, been sailing with them for literally years now and uh they're great good Fantastic. people good good pirates good man I'm glad you got the shout out this week uh or i guess this episode um norwegian we're heading off anything you want to say or shout out uh, two things i got to say thank you rare i think this is a step in the right direction please keep this momentum going uh don't let up continue to change the hearts of the players and then shout out to the sherpas if you ever need any help or anything please ask us we're more than happy to help you what we're here for very good shout outs actually and we did get some new folks in the discord who are fresh to the game so definitely make sure that you are uh, reaching out to the sherpas um, who are more than willing to uh, take you on under their wing and teach you some really good really good nautical knowledge if you want to uh regis we are heading out buddy Anything you want to shout out? Anything you got going on? Uh, I just want to shout out my uh, my two sisters, Israel and Adele, who have, uh, like me, for the past year, has been going through the grief of losing our mom. Yeah. So, and just yesterday was her anniversary of her passing. Yeah. So, it, and we celebrated by going to one of our favorite uh, pubs in, in the city of Launceston that she really enjoyed and took us there f f quite a few times. Aww. And, yeah yeah i know oh, that's adorable yes yeah and uh we we miss her greatly and i'm i'm sure that i'm not the only one going through this this you know process called grief but as long as i'm here with you know my family and you guys then yeah i'll never truly be alone and mom will, and my mom christy whose name's christy reed will never be forgotten because as the one piece says a man only dies when they are forgotten it's true as long as people remember you something i was i was just yeah. watching coco last night and it was i was like the whole message of the movie coco um but yeah i'm glad you guys got to to take some time to go and remember her and, and go to her, her favorite pub that sounds really fun it sounds like a good yeah. a good moment to kind of uh, uh celebrate um the good times that you had and whatnot i know that's always yeah. really important when it comes to losing folks all right yeah uh moving on static anything you want to call out or shout out as we head out yeah um rare if you're listening two things please give me my bagpipes I want to play bagpipes as a musical instrument. I've harped about this before, and I'm going to keep bothering you until we get it. And two, <laughs> give me sparkly crystal pigs. Sparkly. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Zombie, we're heading out, man. You're the last one on the list, but you got anything you want to call out or shout out as we head out? Not really, but I did want to kind of apologize for the whole circus that's happening behind my head. And uh, about the only thing I'm going to say Regis, I have experienced my fair share of loss too, and plus my man's pretty much in a, you know, old person home. Uh, that's a nice way to put it, but ultimately, we're still trying to grieve over my grandfather's loss too, but he's been pretty much gone for about two days or two years, and no, uh, we always say he kind of haunted the toilet, so <laughs> that's his favorite split, that's his favorite space, <laughs> I, will, I will tell people on Discord what happened it's uh it's kind of weird that's crazy but either, either way um but the only thing i gotta say is uh hopefully you survive this crazy world we're in 
Definitely. Don't take things too seriously, folks. Don't go out and, and feel like you need to, uh, you know, it's like, uh, it's like, I, um, oh, I can't remember. I think it was Caleb. He and I were sailing the other day and he made the comment that if only the internet had one more strong opinion, I think we could solve all the problems of the world. Um, don't be too serious about stuff that doesn't matter in the, in, at the, in the end of the day, there's so many uh, things in life to be happy about and to celebrate and to cherish. Please make sure that you're taking care of yourself, your loved ones, your friends, and you're checking in on folks, even if they're happy. That is one of the most important things. Um, shout out to everyone who is uh, recently been laid off in the last year for the games industry too. It's been a real bummer. And I know uh, a lot of friends of mine, thankfully, are safe, but their friends were not. So it's tough. Um, try and take care of folks when you can and try and reach out to those if you haven't heard from them in a while, just to make sure they're doing OK. Uh, but that's going to be it for this episode. I hope everyone's having a good time sailing. I hope you all are enjoying season 11. I hope that this is a good respite from the uh, troubled times that you're going through and that you're able to find friends and camaraderie on the seas uh, with a good tankard of grog. So with that, pirates, thank you. I love you. And I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves.